The Two Feet In podcast is brought to you by these sponsors. Have questions about recruiting for your high school or college athlete? Kathy Reeves of PD Sports Recruiting has your answers. Give Kathy a call at 404-662-7816 now. Welcome to Season 2 of Two Feet In the Podcast. This season we are highlighting inspiring women focused on empowering other women. Two Feet In the Podcast will explore ideas and produce you into action. This is your place to break down ideas, get a strong dose of motivation, and learn to live two feet in. Today is the day to get up and get moving on your dreams with me. I am the coach, Heather Macy, and I'm ready to coach you. Lock in, let's go. It's time for your Two Feet In experience. Joining Two Feet In the podcast today is Deb Girardi, a 1997 Greensboro College graduate, master's degree at Marist in counseling and school psychology, and currently practicing in New York as a school psychologist. What's up, Deb? How you doing, Coach Macy? So glad to have you on. I have been begging you to be on the show forever. So this is like a huge accomplishment for me. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. So Deb and I played college hoops together. Deb was the best player. I knew just to throw her the basketball. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Deb, tell everybody what you've been doing since Greensboro College. Oh, my goodness. Since Greensboro, I have relocated to New York, the state of New York, where I met my husband back in 19, gosh, 99, 98. Been married. I have two kids. I work at a middle school. I'm a school psychologist in a middle school. I coach basketball. I've coached modified basketball at Warwick Middle School for 10 years, and I'm now a varsity assistant, and I'm also helping coach one of my daughter's AAU teams. What's your coaching style? I have to ask. Um, I have to tell you, my coaching style is pretty, uh, pretty simple. Um, it's connecting with the kids. I think being a female role model, having the job that I have kind of lends itself uh, to coaching. And I've, I've been blessed with some really awesome kids that uh, have come through my program. And I think it's all about the connection. And it's always been about the connection for me. We have a lot of different people on the podcast and, and, and most are coaches, but not all. And obviously this season we're focused on females in leadership roles. How are you able to use your counseling, the psychology piece into athletics and, and then get rid of the, the piece of, you know, how do you coach today's athlete, right? I mean, everybody's having all these discussions, I think making it more than it needs to be, but you have any, um, wisdom for coaches who are listening? I think the best piece of advice that I can give coaches um, is to make sure that they establish a connection. Kids want to know why they have to do something, how they're supposed to do something, and they want to know that you're a figure that they can trust and that they can go to. Um, And when I coach, it's just, it's, it's never just been about basketball. It's been about life. It's been about what kind of person you want to become It's about female empowerment. It's about all of those things. So basketball is just sometimes uh, the channel that we, we can use to kind of get those greater things in terms of building confidence and building self-esteem and um, being strong, powerful women. Okay, Deb, it is time to jump on the two feet in hot seat experience. Oh, great. (laughs) 
I know. I know it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure yes. for your day. We'll do the best we can. Okay, it's you and your favorite hotel. You have gone into the elevator and you have hit the button to the 34th floor. And right as the door is about to close to take you to the 34th floor, the person jumps on. And that person needs you that day. And lessen the right up to the 34th floor. Describe your career, your impact, your life accomplishment, and give them something to inspire them for the rest of their day. All right. So I would let them know that I am a psychologist by trade. I, I talk to people. I deal with people. I deal with bad situations. I deal with awful situations. Um, I would let them know that I've had a multitude of counseling experience, that I've coached at um, a good level, that I've made wonderful connections with people, that I've seen some kids and some parents and, and people through really dark times. And I think my message to them will be that there's always light at the end of the tunnel. And sometimes you just got to be comfortable being a little uncomfortable and uh, getting through it and realize that, again, it'll be better at the end. So just put your head down and go. Okay, let's go deeper while we're on this hot seat. Okay. What has been your greatest fate? over fear moment? Faith over fear. Um, that would probably be really easy for me to answer. Um, I'm a six year breast cancer survivor. So, you know, go to get your mammogram at 40 and you get life changing news. And I think that there's no bigger fear in life than having a moment where your health is in jeopardy and taken from you. And I think the faith that I had in my family uh, my two girls, Paige and Reese, uh, my husband, Russ, my awesome doctors, and the support staff that I had, uh, my family and friends really kind of helped me get through what was really a dark, difficult time. And now I'm six years out and, you know, God willing on the other side of it. But that has definitely been uh, the one moment in my life that stands out. Well, it's funny how people reconnect in each other's lives. Yes. Whether it's like your superstar kiddo in hoops or I have a little bit of scare myself and lean on you to go, help me. Yep. What are we going to do? Uh, talk to someone right now that is going through, maybe they got a bad diagnosis or maybe it's just an initial screening that hasn't gone well. Talk them through that and from someone who's, who's lived it to the full extent. Um, you know, I think one of the best pieces of advice I got through, um, through that experience was someone that told me, you only deal with the facts that you know, and not kind of putting out all the worst case scenarios. Uh, you deal with what you know, you take that piece of information and you move on. And you do realize when you're in it and you're dealing with doctors that you never thought you'd have to deal with that there's been a lot of, um, just a lot of hope in that community and, and cancer, I feel like is not the word it used to be. It's not the death sentence that it used to be. And there's so many, you know, researchers and scientists making great strides uh, to, you know, better the improvement in the outcome. So I think my one piece of advice would deal with what, you know, don't project that something else is going to go bad. Take that information and, you know, get the best possible support and care that you can. Deb, talk to us about that. Like, we just want to control everything that happens in our day, you know, predict it. How do you tell them like settle down with the stress? Because obviously the stressors of life will potentially hurt you from a health perspective. Yeah. I, you know, and I think one of you look at obstacles that come into your life on, uh, it can be a multitude of things. And obviously cancer was mine, 
but there's a lot of things that are just perspective changers um, in life. So, and there's a lot of things that come with difficulty, but also wonderful, beautiful silver linings that you couldn't get outside of that experience. You know, I'm definitely a type A. I definitely like to be in control. You could probably ask anybody in my family. And you understand the importance in about a second of what your health and your family means and everything else all of a sudden just doesn't feel as important. So it does, I think, lend itself to kind of have you be able to take a step back and, and realize that you're not in control of everything. But it also makes you understand the things in life that are truly important. And then everything else that really is just fluff and is just there. And at the end of the day, it's not as important as your life, your family. So I think that that is a, a great perspective you take away from kind of a life-changing moment. Time to do some storytelling. Give <laughs> us your old self, new self, younger version versus current day. Give us your best story. Let's take it back when it was Deb Meisenbach. Like, let's take it way back. <laughs> way back. Oh, my gosh. So I guess old me, much more agile on the court, right? Great spin move that my coach hated. Great teammates. We had, you know, we had a team. We had a team that went to the NCAA tournament and played well. We had you as a freshman, you know, myself. We had Tina. We had Kara. We had just a fabulous team. So I think back then, I think the difference for me is, you know, how much we could do and how great we could get down court and how many shots I could make and all of this. And I think, you know, knew me, I'm a better coach than a player these days. You know, don't ask me to uh, run in the scrimmage as much as I did 20 years ago. So I guess being able to take the game you love and in basketball is something that, you know, brought a lot into my life and currently is bringing a lot into my kid's life. So I feel like it's come full circle. I know that sounds kind of cliche, but going from a high school player to a college player and now having kids that are in it and on AAU teams and starting that college process, I feel like it's taken me from a player to a parent of players, which is great. So someone who played with you and now watching your daughter, you guys run very similar. <laughs> Do you watch her run and think, oh, my God, that's me? <laughs> She's faster, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think everybody would probably agree with that. She is faster. She just turned 16 a couple of days ago and I uh, shot out a picture to a couple of people. She just passed her permit. Um, and they're like, oh my God, that's you with thinner eyebrows. That was their description of, of, of Paige to me. So it is funny to watch. And I know our mannerisms are very similar. Our looks are very similar. Our style of play, you know, she's more attack mode than I was. I, I'd like to hang out on the three point line, but it is fun to watch you know, me and her and coach both of her, you know, Reese is, is a player too. And just to be able to coach both of them and to have that knowledge of playing and being able to go over film and go over games and, and talk through stuff has just been an awesome experience. All right. Help our listeners. What okay. lesson did you learn the hard way that you're going, okay, guys, blinking light, blinking light, blinking light. Listen to me. Do not make the same mistake. Lesson that I learned the hard way. Um, and I think you probably remember my senior year in college. Um, I remember there, there was a moment I was debating whether or not I was from Nebraska playing ball in North Carolina. And I made a decision in a summer not to go home to kind of stay there and make, you know, make more money working. And my father ended up dying of a heart attack that summer. And that was kind of my first life, life-changing moment in, in terms of that. He was kind of my guy and my basketball mentor and all of that. So I do feel 
having that experience, having the cancer experience, I really stress with my girls the importance of those connections with your parents and not taking things for granted and sometimes making, you know, difficult decisions in a moment because you know it's the right decision. So I think that would probably be my one life lesson to them. That's a big one. That's a huge one. I hope everybody's paying close attention. Okay, it is time for the two feet in quick style questions. We're going to go a little bit rapid fire. Lock in and let's go. Oh, goodness. Give us your best quote. My best quote. Well, it goes back to what I said the first time, but I didn't really quote her. I'm a big Pat Summit fan. I think being, you know, basketball players, she's one of them. And she has a quote that, you know, they don't know how much you know, unless they know how much you care, she said. And I think that goes back to kind of one of the quotes that kind of helped us with coaching. Your book recommendation of the decade. I got to tell you, I am in the middle, well, a little towards the end of a new book called Age of Opportunity. It's by Lawrence Steinberg, and it's all about um, the new science out there with the adolescent brain. And it is a fabulous read, especially to any of your listeners that have teenagers. It's a great, great read. Podcast or video to expand our thinking? I don't know if I can name the exact one, but there was a TED Talk that I heard, the educational TED Talk, that had some great points. And one of them on it was a lady who was talking about how kids kind of perceive you as teachers and working in the school system that she gave a kid a spelling test and he, you know, got 10 wrong and two right, but she put on the paper plus two instead of, you know, the whatever that he uh, normally that he got wrong and just making kind of that positivity um, with those. And I think some of those Ted talks from the educational standpoint are super powerful and um, really good listens. A key to habit stacking or creating a routine that works for really, really busy people. Organize. <laughs> plan and do it. I, I, you know, don't give yourself outs. I think, you know, I, I, I have a busy life. I have, you know, my husband and I full-time jobs, two kids um, and nothing really gets done unless we plan and organize and, and, and stick to that plan. One phone call to whom and why? It'd be my dad. Um, I would want him to see his granddaughter's and to be able to experience uh, everything we're going through now with them, with basketball. He was a ball player. He's kind of instilled the love in me. And I feel like I've taken a lot of lessons and a lot of quotes and a lot of things from him. So I'd love to have that opportunity to have that call with him to tell them what Paige and Reese are up to. And he would be so proud of, of both of them. Give oh, us your final thoughts on the podcast. Like you've, you've given us so much great insight and I appreciate your transparency, but Take it away. Give our listeners your final thought and motivation for the rest of the week. Oh, that's probably the hardest question. Um, I would say just, you know, live your life each day with purpose, with value, with conviction. Um, be a good role model for your kiddos. Make good choices and make choices that you know will, you know, take you to great places in life and trust your judgment and trust your gut. Thanks to our guest and friend. Deb Girardi, or I say Deb Meisenbach, Deb being part of the Two Feet In experience, reminding us, live with conviction, and make good choices. Visit the show notes to learn more about Deb and to reach her directly. That's been Deb Meisenbach Girardi on season two of Two Feet In, the podcast, where inspiring women are focused on empowering other women. A big thank you to all of our guests and sponsors for breaking down ideas, giving us a strong dose of motivation 
and helping us learn to live two feet in. Thank you, Deb. Thanks, Mace.